Have you been curious about the backstory of this podcast and some of the behind the scenes stories? You are in luck. Today, we are doing just that. Since the podcast is turning eight years old, we are celebrating all month long, and this is how we're kicking off the party. You are listening to Her Dinero Matters, the podcast helping Latinas have increased confidence and control over their finances. My name is Jen Hempel, and as an accredited financial counselor, my mission is to help you be more confident and simplify your finances so you can save more, get out of debt quicker, and build your wealth. It really is unreal to say this is the eighth birthday of this podcast. If you were to have told me eight years ago I would be podcasting for eight years and then some, I would have told you I didn't even think I would even start a podcast. But here we are going strong at 300 episodes and over 300 episodes because in reality, I don't even know how many episodes have been done, honestly, because I only the episodes that have the numbers are the ones that we count fully. But then we also have done bonus episodes and things of that sort. So who knows how many episodes we're in, but I know we've done a lot and I really have you to thank. So I really, really appreciate you supporting the podcast. If you're new, thank you for being here. If you've been here for a while, thank you for joining me and supporting me through the time that you've been listening. And if you've been here since the beginning, I got to give it to you. Thank you. I really thank you all the support. This podcast wouldn't be possible without you because if I don't have people listening, I can't do a podcast, right? It just wouldn't make sense. So thank you. In order to celebrate, I figured we would celebrate all month long. And what you can expect in June is we're going to each week, we're going to have an episode that's really going to go back in time to the archives of this podcast. And how I'm structuring it is that we go through the money headquarters. And if you haven't read my book, Her Money Matters, in there, the basis of my book, I structure it around the money headquarters. And essentially, the money headquarters is how I see our household finances, what our household finances are composed of. Because we tend to think when we come to personal finances that we need to budget, that we need to save more, that we need to invest, that we need to get out of debt. And that's all true. But we're missing some components that really, that's why I called it the missing truths, <laughs> that we're missing some missing components that we don't talk about when it comes to finance or personal finance education. The money headquarters is comprised of the money mindset, the money actions, and the money skills. So the money mindset is really what you hear a lot about in this podcast. Episode after episode, especially when we interview our guests, we ask them to talk talk about their money story. And really the whole purpose to the, for that is to have an understanding of their upbringing because your upbringing impacts how you perceive and you view money. And that for me, in my opinion, in my experience, and everything that I have observed over time is a huge part and a huge component of your personal finances. And you don't see that being taught in a personal finance or financial literacy world workshop, the money mindset. Granted, over the years, I have seen more and more talk, more people that are doing financial education talk about it, but it's not a set 
module, if you will. Or if it is, let me know, but I have not heard that as of yet. That's part of the money headquarters, the money mindset, because in my opinion, this money mindset is the basis, is the foundation. It's like if when you buy a home, when you go to purchase a home, you look at several things. Obviously, you look at the location, the cost, you know, can you afford it? But To make sure it's a good investment, you want to make sure that the house is sturdy. It's the best shape possible because you don't want to purchase it and have to do all these things to it, right? And so the mindset is like when you go purchase a home, you want to make sure that the foundation is fine, that there's no problems with the foundation. And if you purchase a house, you're familiar with this, right? That you look to make one of the things you want to make sure of that it has a good foundation. So the mindset is like the the foundation of your money headquarters. It's not to say if something is wrong with the foundation that you're going to go broke or that you're going to go bankrupt. It's only to say that if your money mindset, in, in the example of buying a house, the foundation, if there's something wrong with it, you're always going to have problems. There's always going to be an issue. It's not going to come tumbling down. And like I said, you're not going to be necessarily go bankrupt or be broke. It's just that there's always going to be an issue if you don't address the money mindset or if you don't address the foundation. This is why I feel so strongly about it. This is why in this podcast, every single interview, I ask the guests about their money story because that money story impacts how you see, perceive, and manage money. And that's why it's so important. The other aspect of your money headquarters is your money actions. So I go into detail in the book, but basically your money actions are talking money being confident. What are some things that you can become more money confident around money? So those are some actions you can take in terms of money actions, talking money, being more confident, things of that sort. And the last part of the money headquarters are the money skills. And the money skills is really what we focus on day in and day out. As a society, as an individual, we are looking to save more, spend less, get out of debt, make sure we are on budget, all of those good things. And it is an important part. That's why it's part of, I keep it in the money headquarters, or it is a part of the money headquarters. But the reality is that if I look at If I were to put the money headquarters, the money mindset, the money actions, and the money skills in a pie chart, the money skills would be about 10% of the whole pie chart. So in essence, the money skills, the budgeting, the saving, the and the investing, I mean, you can we can argue here if it's part of the money skills, learning how to invest. Yes, is part of the money skills. But all of that, this is what we focus on, yet it's about 10% of your money headquarters. The other aspect aspect about 70% is the money mindset. This is how I perceive it, right? And then the 20% that is remaining are the money actions, but yet we focus on the money skills the most. And we are wondering why we still have issues, why we're not progressing like we want to be and so forth. So that's how the rest of the episodes in this month are going to be structured. We're going to be going back into the archives and and really bring back a look, some snippets of some episodes that touch base on those different components of the money headquarters. And what I have done, I have asked my team members to choose these audio pieces. One, I didn't 
want to be the one choosing them because I don't want to be biased. And I want to make sure I figured if them choosing, it, it would come more from the perception of you listening, right? That you would want to, if they felt that that audio piece was important, that it would be important to you. So I asked them to choose them. And of course, it saves me time. I'm not going to lie, but I really want to thank them. So Daniela and Liz says, thank you, because these episodes wouldn't be reality without you. So thank you so much. Plus, it was so helpful to just have them help me. Well, let me tell you about really quick. I'm not going to divulge their last names because they don't, they don't even know I'm doing this. Um, but Daniela is like my right hand woman, <laughs> my, my my wing woman, if you will, she helps me so much with managing the podcast guests, admin, she helps with social media, all of those things. She wears a ton of hats in my business. And then Lesdis that she has come on this year, she does podcast editing, she does podcast production, she does a lot in terms of helping me bring this content to you. So thank you to them. And it's been really helpful because, spoiler alert, if you don't know, currently, when you are listening to this episode, we are, my family is in the process of moving. And when you're listening to this episode, we are living amongst boxes and suitcases. Well, maybe not boxes yet. Maybe by the time you listen to it, the movers or it has been loaded up in the truck, but definitely will be living out of suitcases and camping in an empty house uh, for a little while. So if you wanted to know some behind the scenes of what's going on, that's a, a bit of what's going on. And Honestly, I didn't know. We've been planning this the month of June for a while, but with moving and trying to get things situated with the move and making sure things are taken care of in business and everything, it's been a lot. It's been a lot. So I didn't know if these were going to come to fruition, but thankfully, we did it and we are here. Before we jump into today's content, keep your ears peeled for a unique reveal I'll be sharing midway through the show. It's something special just for you. Ready to transform your financial life with ease and confidence? Discover the Her Dinero Matters Money Planner, your ultimate digital tool for simplifying money management with its unique blend of psychological insights and practical budgeting tools. This planner is not just about tracking expenses, but about rewriting your money story. Whether you're aiming for big financial goals or everyday financial wellness, this planner is your personalized guide to simplify your money management and elevate your confidence. Download your copy today by visiting jenhemphill.com forward slash planner for more details and even get a sneak peek inside. Use the code Reina at checkout for 10% off. Now, I wanted to just give you a brief overview of how this podcast started, because maybe you're new or you're newer. And I've shared some of these stories when we've celebrated the podcast in the past, like think for the fifth uh, birthday, I've done, done this. But just as a brief overview, let me tell you about the story or the his story or the her story <laughs> of this podcast. When it started back in 2015, June 2015, when the, actually when the episode 
the first episode was published, my family and I took a trip to Spain. My husband had just come back from Korea for a, a year-long tour. And so we were reunited as a family and we went off to Spain. So that's an, I don't think I've ever shared that. But my when the episode was published, that's we were off to Spain. So I started the podcast. It's called, it was called Her Money Matters. Got an, got an editor, published the first episode, and off we off I went <laughs> to a trip, just like I'm doing these episodes, and off I go to, to a cross-country move. And why I started that podcast, it was a way to provide some free content for my new business so I can build a community, so I can be able to serve you and help you. And back then, if you dig into, and I don't know how if you would be able to find out this information, but I think even if you decide and you know you have a lot of time on your hands, which you probably don't, if you search the different podcasts and look at the year back then in 2015, there were like the personal finance community was alive and kicking and there were finance podcasts. So there were podcasts that dedicated to personal finance, but there was none directly talking to women back in 2005. There were podcasters, women podcasters that did do personal finance podcasts, but none directly talking to women. And you know, when I hear this made me think of a podcaster, speaking of a, a woman podcaster and a funny story here, before I even started the podcast, so this was still in 2015, but before I even published a podcast. I knew I wanted to start a podcast. I was in that planning mode, but I hadn't officially kicked the, the podcast off. The funny story is that I did my first ever interview as a guest for another podcast. But here's the thing. This is why to me, it's funny. <laughs> Maybe to you is not funny, but to me, it's funny because my first ever interview as a guest for another podcast, get this, it was for Farnoosh Tarabi's podcast, So Money, which is a very well-known podcast. So in essence, I hadn't started a podcast, I had never done a podcast interview, and I felt like I threw myself into, for lack of a better term, to the wolves. Like I did not, not know Tarabi is is not that. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I just felt like I threw myself into something. I was super nervous, but I was being interviewed by this journalist that had all these accolades. And here I was. <laughs> But I just decided to go for it, even though I did it scared. I did it scared, but I got through it. So just wanted to throw that in there. That was my first ever guest or interviewed as a guest for another podcast. It was the uh, So Money, Farnoosh Tarabi. Thank you, Farnoosh. If you listen to this or if you're listening to this piece, I really appreciate you for just for the interview and for having me as a guest and really just, it was another confirmation that I really enjoyed podcasting. And so that was good to feel, especially knowing that I was going to start a podcast. So that felt good. Also back then, if you search blogs, and again, you'd have to look at the, the time, the dates, and not that you have a lot of time on your hands like I don't, the topics that were discussed amongst the personal finance community, like the common topics that you heard time and time and time again was about being frugal, about couponing, budgeting, of course, credit card hacking. Those were like the topics, the topics. There was probably, you know, some investing. I don't recall hearing about that as much, right? I'm sure it was talked about. And so I saw that and, I, and even though, 
I felt it was, I identified as being frugal. I did not like, I was not, I, I still am not a big advocate on couponing. And I never really got into credit card hacking and all that. Even though I use a credit card, you know, we get points, we're able to stay at hotels using points and all that, but I didn't get all into it. But I recall those were like the main topics. And you, if you've been around a while, you may disagree and that's, that's okay. That's what I recall. That's what I recall. But I do, when I would see that, I knew I stood strong about not advocating for couponing. So I would come on the podcast and some in one episode and actually you're actually going to hear a piece of it where I wasn't against couponing, but I'm like, hey, don't rely on this to save money. There's other ways that you could save money. And from the get go, I was adamant about talking about mindset. No one else was doing it. Now more people are, which makes me happy. And also about being able to trust yourself, about confidence. So those are some of the themes in terms terms of mindset and, and confidence that have stayed throughout. That has been really a basis for this podcast because I think it's important as just in general as a person to really understand the mindset component and really understand how it's impacting you and how maybe you're repeating some past cycles that don't serve you. And the other piece in terms of confidence as women, we just in general, this is not all women, but in general, we tend to be less confident, but we're better investors. We tend to be less confident, but yet we are, I think things are shifting. We're becoming more the household financial manager, especially in the Latina community or in the Latino community. And so the podcast, as you heard earlier, it was called Her Money Matters. But I always found myself bringing up my culture as a Latina. I don't know if you've noticed at the end, I always say ciao. And yes, that's probably, that's Italian, but in Colombia, we say ciao as, as a way to saying see you later, right? But I always did you know, brought out a little bit of my, the Spanish in there, talking about my culture. And later I just realized that I realized and I felt called to serve my Latino community, which is how we turn into her dinero matters. But in between that transition or in that transition and me trying to figure out, okay, how am I going to do this? I've built her money matters. I have really some loyal listeners that, you know, have been with me for forever and has served me well. And, but I really want to serve the Latina community or the Latino community and serve my Latinas because we needed, there was no one in the podcasting space talking to Latinas by a Latina. Actually, shout outs to the first, the one that I did encounter when I decided, boom, I'm, I'm publishing this. Uh, but she's no longer publishing Latina money. So I do have to give credit to her. So anyway, so I was telling you that I was felt called to serve and but I didn't know how because I was just feeling kind of stuck. I'm like, okay, what do I do with this community that built up on her money on the side of her money matters? And now I do want to serve. I, I really feel like I need to go this way. I feel that need to serve. And so in that I started actually another podcast on another RS feed or another podcast feed called Su Dinero Importa. It no longer exists because I moved it over and shifted it over when we did the quote unquote merge, if, if I want to talk fancy here. And so I did that for a little bit, but it got to be a lot of work, meaning I was doing in essence two podcasts. And so that was a lot of work. Then I'm like, you know what, let me just condense it. I started calling the podcast Her Dinero Matters. And I was doing, I think like two episodes a month, something like that, but it was still a 
a lot of work. And that's when I decided, you know what, I can't do this. It's really burning me out. And so I decided just to say, you know what, I don't know if it's the, the best decision, but it's the best, you know, the correct decision, but it's the best decision for my sanity and how I'm feeling being that I'm feeling called to serve my Latino community. So that's when I decided, boom, let's just do Her Dinero Matters. And that is that. So that's a little background in case you are fairly new. That way you know, especially if you're looking, if you started listening and you started listening to back episodes, you're like, why does this look different? Now you know, now you know. So what have I seen evolve over the past eight years since I started this podcast journey? Well, one, I've seen a lot more talk about investing, which I love. It's not the area that I'm an expert in. I may bring other experts to talk about investing, but that's not the area that I, t- I talk about or teach. Another thing that I've seen a change in is more talk about money mindset and our money stories, which really makes me happy because as you know, this has been the basis of this podcast, talking about our money mindset, talking about how our money stories impact us and how we perceive and manage our money. So that makes me happy because I've seen a lot more talk, especially in of course, in social media, but I have seen more talk on podcasts about this. Also, another thing that makes me really happy that has I've seen evolve over the past eight years is more people in our Latino community talking about money, not just on social media, but becoming podcasters. So we have more Latino podcasters talking about money, which is awesome because we need it. And as a result of these different conversations being had on social media and podcasting about these things that I just mentioned, that tabooness, if you will, because you know I like to invent words or new sayings, tabooness, that tabooness of talking money is becoming less as a result of all that, which is good. Of course, is there still a taboo when it comes to money and talking money? Absolutely. But I think that over the past eight years, that has become less as a result of more people wanting to talk about money, more people wanting to educate people about money. And so that. I think is fantastic. Well, that is it for today in terms of the first episode celebrating the eighth birthday that we're just kicking off today, celebrating all month long. To help celebrate, I do have an ask for you. If this podcast has made a difference for you in your financial life, and if you haven't already, will you hit the follow button on the platform you're listening from and rate and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify on Spotify. I think you can all you can do is just follow and give the five stars. But if it's just made a difference, if you know something, an episode, whether it was last month or a few years ago, and it really made a difference for you, and you noticed, oh, you know what? I've never followed. I just kind of come and listen, or I've never rated and reviewed the podcast. I would love it if you do so as a way to celebrate this podcast, and then take a screenshot, send it to me at jen at jenhemphill.com or share it on social, but be sure to tag me and you will be automatically entered to win a budget review. In this budget review, in essence, you will provide me how you do budgeting and I will give you some feedback on video on what you're doing so you can improve where needed. Doesn't that sound amazing? So next week to continue to celebrate this podcast's eighth birthday, our time castle will take us back to episodes that will help us with our money mindset component of the money headquarters. You will be back, won't you? Be sure to share this celebration with a friend as well. Talk to you then. Ciao.